three into our new fucking season. I can't believe we made it, guys. Episode three. (laughs) Episode three, the triplet. That's us. That's the title of show, everybody. uh, Did you guys notice last week when I was like, there's a short blonde woman, Norwegian woman who serves Aquavit? Um, Did you guys? It's you. Oh, wait. I just got it. <laughs> no one, yeah. I was wondering if you could see. I know, but it. then I like didn't do my my voice at all. Like, well, I did, but I I don't know. Listen, who <laughs> here is using their actual voice except during banter? Welcome to hell, everybody. <laughs> We're all so in it. Good. Welcome to hell. It's so true. That's it's exactly. so funny though because with with season one, I was like, all right, I am Astrid Nieberg. Nieberg, who who could say? I've heard it both ways. Uh, but like that accent was accessible for me. Yep. Uh, and then I was like, all right. We're going back to England, so what kind of <laughs> accent could I have? Yeah. Like, I love it. There's so much. Oh, yeah. As soon as we start talking together, I, like, lose my accent completely. And I go into two different accents. It's either Henrik, which happened. I was so worried about that, and it happened last episode. I go into Henrik. I slip into, like, Irish. Or I, I go into him. just Australian, because that's my comfort zone. So, yeah, I just get, like, really lazy. And I'm like, no, reel it back, reel it back. It's hard. I personally think, though, that you both sound great. Thanks, Uh, And I don't say that, like, I'm not being Hmm? facetious. Well, big word. I am (laughs) being honest. Super honest. Um, And my opening opening topic for this week Mm -hmm. is actually something that Anne brought up. Behind the scenes, as we were, you know, yelling about Sydney's upload speeds being three point five <laughs> megabytes or megabits. I'm so they're a fucking abysmal right now. I don't know what's that's happening. But when you hear this, you won't even be able to tell. Yeah, that's true because I've been editing the shit out of these episodes to like <laughs> fix the lag. So every time you hear like awkward <laughs> laughter, it's because I moved it there. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, like that. I'm fixing it right now. Um, but I am um, no. My opening, my opening topic will be: How are you guys feeling <laughs> about the game? About life? About you? <laughs> about about the game? We, we are the triplets. The the third episode in. How are you guys feeling about the setting of this game? Still, like, are you feeling England? Are you feeling? Um, uh, I know we were talked about ac- accents, accent issues. Mm. Uh, do you think that takes away from the game, or do you think it's fun? Um, I think it's fun. I think to an extent, like, I have to settle into my accent. Uh, Every character I play, I think I settle into them as I continue to play them. I was telling Ellie this, like, some Mm -hmm. things I don't know about them until it comes up in the game. And then I'm, like, maybe, like, oh, I could use that for later. You know, like, oh, this makes sense now. I connect all these dots. But I think, like, I just chose, like Anne said, I also chose a hard accent. Like, I can do a British accent. But I was like, you know what? Let me do, like, a Cockney sort of, like, lower class accent. And it's fucking hard. Like, there's so many different dialects in the UK. Um, but it's fun for me. And I think as long yeah. as we don't yeah. lose the story to the accents, it doesn't, like, detract. Hopefully the listeners are agreeing. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't detract from it. But I think it's fun and silly. I feel like the accents kind of allow me to be a little rougher around the edges because I didn't want to fall into the trap of just, like, being posh and being, you know, a part of that side of society in this game and so the accent allows me to make these kind of weird rough noises uh that like (laughs) that's kind of what settles me into the character being a little rougher around the the edges not being maybe as smart 
um, you know, but having an understanding of how people work, you know, that's, that's kind of like what I wanted to explore with this character. And I feel like as we move through and explore, it is becoming less about us settling into the characters and more about how our characters are settling into the mystery. What I what I like with the two of you though is that you both have now brought in two very like down to earth uh, lower class mm -hmm. women. Not necessarily lower class for Lydia if she's a an officer, but but like um, but like more you know not upper class. Neither of them are upper class. Uh, both of them really different from your first seasons characters. Mm -hmm. uh, but w what I said to you also earlier was that. Um, we're gonna play it more by the rules this game. There's not gonna be as much plot armor. Uh, so don't love them. <laughs> don't love them. Well, more like, you know, be don't be mad at me if yeah. you make a dumb decision that'll kill him, is all yeah. I'm saying. And speaking of bad decisions, you're now standing in front of Newford House. What do you do? Is that lady still oh, looking yeah. at us from the window? Uh, you see her, yes. She's she's drinking tea and observing you. Uh, I am just going to start uh, walking as if I'm walking the dog along the, the road and not, you know, drawing attention to the fact that we're just in this strange standoff staring at her with her staring back at us. Yeah, I think I just continue walking with you, but I'm maybe, I don't know if it would be allowed, but can I do like some sort of observation or I don't know if it would be in investigation but maybe like vigilance like what, what do you want what do you want to I what do you want to I'm find trying out? to determine with my police mind of like working in the force how many people might be in this house does the house seem like it's active does it seem like you know it's really quiet mm -hmm. just trying to yeah perception on the house I guess yeah, uh, you don't have to roll to hear that it's definitely not quiet. There's like, it seems oh. like it's a party going on, uh, especially um, to the to the left side yeah. of it. Uh, but like where she's standing, it doesn't seem much is going on behind her. Like it's not like woo woo nightclub. Um, but uh, you you can also like some there's a man resting on the staircase, yeah. passed out. It doesn't seem like he's conscious. I want to do a bit of tracking with the dog now that mm -hmm. we've heard that um she has oves i want to look about and see if there is any records of tracks that go from uh person's feet to oves and does it look like there was a scuffle there and i can do that at an advantage with lancelot yeah all right Hell so yeah. that would be but it's going to be a tricky, That's tricky fine. freaking challenge. I've got, for my talent for Bloodhound, I've got plus two for that. And I've got mm. uh, plus three dice for Lance. And then I suppose this is a Vigilance roll um, for tracking. So that's two for Vigilance and three for Logic. So three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Oh my gosh. All right. Right. Watch her fail. Listen, did I roll six dice and get no successes? Yes, but we're going to roll four more. Nice. Okay, two successes. Mm. Nah, you, you would not say that you see anything that looks like hoops yeah. on, the, on the tracks, but you, you, you do notice blood. What's something that could be blood? Like having me dragged 
so Lancelot uh, gets is gets a scent in his nose and leads us over, and we have a look at it. Well, how close to the house is it? Uh, it, it, it tracks oh. leading into into the house. We should just knock on the door. I feel like we. Sh- you think? I I I don't know what I think. This is extremely. I mean, curious. Does this not look like blood to you? You said it, not me, but I must admit that Lance is certainly certainly riled by it. Uh, That's a good boy. Uh, I I think... I suppose I'm worried about going in the front door because I feel like if we do, she'll just turn us out right away. It sounds like that's what she's done to others. That's what she did to Amelia. So if we want to get further than she did... I think we need to start asking ourselves some questions about what a woman with oaths, with an interest in young men, uh, who chases them down and wants to keep them as pets, is. I don't think we've really crossed that line with one another. Talking about weird shit. Shite. Lydia, when you say, like, with hooves, Lydia's just, like, pensive, and she says, with hooves, with hooves. And she reaches into her breast pocket and pulls out a little notebook. Um, and it's very worn. Um, and it's not quite like a notebook. Like, it's a bound. It's like a little bound book. Um, and El- I don't remember, Ellie, if I told you this, but Lydia has a book of her father's um, that he had given to her and hoping that it might have some information possibly about... Uh, you know, like demons, hooves, like something related, maybe. Um, yeah, like you know that there are definitely a bunch of Vassin who have the who like especially those types of um, preying on preying on the men in the forest types Vassin. I think you need to see this woman first and like observe her. Yeah, to, I think that she's just like flipping through the book and. She has the same thought. Like, she's just like, I, you know, as a police officer, she's like, I don't have enough information. I, I don't know. So, what's that, then? What oh, are you this, looking at? Uh, this is from uh, my father. It's uh, sort of like um, information on... Oh, boy. <laughs> how, how do you explain the unexplained? It's... Um, it's uh, a book that he put together from experiences that he had and my granddad had uh, with mysterious is, is what they would call it. Huh. I'm surprised you hadn't ended up at Rose House Oh, soon. they always sent me to Rose House. I just didn't know that anybody else was like me. I just thought they sent people to Rose House who they didn't want didn't want to deal with. Well, it's people who can see that sort of thing who normally people don't want to deal with. So, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, I ain't never uh, written anything down, but I have felt. I mean, my sight is a bit fucked, but I have felt things and understood 
observed things before. So if we need to talk about that sort of thing, uh, we can. And I won't think you're crazy as long as you promise not to think that I am also crazy. Yeah, I don't think you're crazy. I mean, I've seen tons of stuff. I can't wait to talk about it because nobody, I mean, I couldn't really talk to nobody, but also I would tell me dad and my granddad and they would think I was, I mean, I was, I was a kid, but they would think I was, you know, just being a kid and having little fantasies and whatnot, but I, I could see it. I could see what they saw. Now reading the book, I realized we were seeing the same things, you know? That's incredible. And... You know, I am a bit newer at Rose House, so they all sort of start telling stories and then disappearing into dark rooms and things and leaving me out of it. This could be our first chance to really get something down. I mean, obviously I know you won't make something of yourself uh, in the Force, but I mean, we could be a team at Rose House. There are other teams out there. I just haven't been invited to be on one. And that's what, that's all there is, friend. After service, <laughs> if you're not working for somebody like that, you're on your own. And this is, this is it. Listen, I digress. I think you're right. And you've observed more of this than I have. So I, I say we do what you want to do. We, we go up there to that house. Uh, maybe see if we can wake that fella on the stairs before we go in. And we just have it out with this fine lady alright and as the two of you are getting ready to approach the house we zoom in on Lydia and then we fade into a dark creepy hallway and there's a young Lydia standing waiting for something there's torches along the walls to give some light but the darkness is pretty imposing. And based on the humidity in the air, we can assume it's a cellar or dungeon of some kind. And there's a door further down the corridor with voices inside. And Lydia, you've been asked to stay outside and guard the door by your father, who went in earlier. After a while, you hear footsteps of someone approaching, and it's a doctor in a long coat. And he nods towards you and enter the other room. You get a quick glance inside, and that reveals a table and a body lying on top of it. There are several men surrounding the table. The doctor, he forgets to close the door. Yeah, what do you want to uh, do, Lydia? I think Lydia is absolutely going to try to like sneak into the room, or at least like get close enough to the, the open door to see or hear what's going on. Roll stealth check. Okie dokie. One success. Oh, good. I mean, it's good enough for them to not, like, turn around and close the door, so you're definitely hearing what they're saying, and you see more of what's going on. How, how did you get this far up? They're usually not up here at this time of the year. It's the first one I've seen this big. Something's definitely causing a migration. And what you see, Lydia, is the pale body of a female corpse. But outside of the face and the upper body, something is very, very different. As you can see, scales. They're covering her lower parts. And instead of hands, there are fins shaped like sharp, bony claws. And then she has a fishtail. And with the modern eyes, you would assume that this is a mermaid. 
But the most disturbing thing about this is her face, because it seems like it's frozen into an almost unnatural snarl, as if the last thing that happened to her before she died was this painful scream. That is nightmare fuel. I think Lydia is like frozen staring at it. Lydia, your dad says. I told you to wait outside. This is not for you. I, I am outside. I am outside. What's that, Dad? What is that? You don't... I told you to wait outside. This is not for you. You're not ready. You're not ready. And then he shuts the door. But from inside, you can hear it's like, is she gonna be a problem? And then you hear your dad say, No. The women don't understand this. I don't think she can even understand what she saw. Because they think the women don't have the sight. And then now we're back. Newford House. You're standing here with your new companion. And maybe this time you have a chance to solve a mystery without getting cock blocked by your dad. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that too. <laughs> I wanna. Yeah, I, wanna... I hate getting cock blocked by my dad. Ugh. Not helping. Constantly. <laughs> but it's what they do. Eh. I kick the guy. I kick the guy on the steps. Uh, he is not responding. He's that, like you would think that he's oh. dead, but then you realize he has. Could I have a medicine check on him to see if he's all right? He has a pulse, but he seems to be on something incredibly strong. Um, you would like opium. Could I smelling salts him or something? I would say that for the like for the for the time like this is not someone you want to spend time with. Okay, great. Right. Um, he, yeah, he's he's passed out. Um, and even if you were able to wake yeah. him up, he would probably just throw up and uh, not be helpful. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. Uh, do you do you want to downplay the fact that you are dressed as a constable, or do you want that to? Are you do you want to lean into that? Hmm. No, you. Probably right. People get right nervous around the police. Uh, you know what? That's a good idea. And I take off my hat. And uh, I take off my jacket. So I'm pretty much wearing like an undershirt, I guess, tucked into pants. Um, and I kind of fold the jacket up and carry it under my arm. Mm. Knock on the door. The door opens. A young man standing there. He's about 25, dressed up in typical fashion for the for the time, a velvet jacket, a soft collared shirt. It's not very, it's, he's not very tidy. Um, and his brown hair is a mass with wild curls, uh, held down by accumulated oils from lack of washing. He doesn't look very healthy. And his pale blue eyes are deep sunk and bloodshot, telling of considerable recent indulgence. Hello, I am Violet Morgan. I was, uh, she is, I don't know why this is going to happen, but chaos reigns. Um, she says, I am looking for some help. I thought maybe someone in this house might know a thing or two about love and how to write about it. Lydia is like mouth agape, uh, <laughs> turns toward her like, what? Really? You want to talk about love? Right. Well, a friend of mine, uh, 
said our brother was a good poet. His name is Martin, and I was hoping maybe he might be able to write a love letter for me. Uh, at the mention of Martin, he, he just completely clamps shut. Sorry, Anne. Oh, no. <laughs> Great idea. Immediately lost it. <laughs> well, you should you should talk to her then. And he oh, opens it, the door. Is it going to be trouble? Maybe you could teach me how to write about love. Uh, I don't know. Um, she's been expecting you. I was I was asked to fetch you. Oh. The both of us, or just oh, who's asking about love? I, I don't know. I, she said, get the door and then get them into the parlor room. Is what I was told. What was your name? My name is George. All right. I'm an artist. What kind of art do you do? I'm a poet. Solid profession, George. I'm also I, a poet. <laughs> Lydia blurts out. Never mind. I'm a. I'm. A, I'm actually a, an artist. I, oh, okay. I draw things because I have a sketchbook, pencils, and paints. Wow, <laughs> I've never heard of an artist needing to list off their list of materials to prove <laughs> that they are capable. But you know what? George, Good on you. It is. George, it's a bit nippy out. Could you show us to the <laughs> parlor, please? I'd like to pass the threshold of the door. All right. Come in. Oh. And. <laughs> Beast it again. The triplets are at it again. <laughs> and as soon as you walk in, you follow George through this, uh, what feels like a dark cave. Uh, there's thick velvet curtains that cover all of the windows inside, leaving the room slit only by the glow of these incense, incense burners mm. that fill the air with a sickly and bewildering mixture of scents. There's red stains on the walls and the furniture, which might be wine, but it also might be blood. And since you did a good yeah. check earlier, you can kind of assume that it yeah. is blood. Um, and smoke fills the air. From, from people smoking inside. I mean, this is, like, suffocatingly yeah. awful. <laughs> and um, everywhere there are bodies. Not dead bodies, but poets and artists just lying there intoxicated, pale, looking exactly like George. Can I give uh, Lance, like, a signal that we've, de like, developed to say, like, I want you to find that scent and see if you can identify which person's blood if they're in this hallway when we pass them. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he, but if you, if you tell him to do, try to do yeah. that, yeah, then he can be on his way mm -hmm. and do that. Um, but George leads you into the parlor, which is a less messy room, and there's more lights coming in from the windows, and she's still standing there the, from the same spot that she was observing you from last uh, from from before and uh, she has her back turned to you what does her feet look like <laughs> she's wearing a long long green gown so you can't see the feet um and she has long black hair um uh pardon me uh you must be miss danville i take it Indeed I am. 
Uh, do you prefer Kitty? I heard your name was also Kitty. What? Um, she's taken aback by that. <laughs> by that. Um, no, I believe I would prefer Mrs. Danville. Thank Mrs. You. Mrs. Danville is want to make sure I get the uh, uh, names in order. <laughs> 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 she's so scary. And who might you be, my nervous friend? Oh, Mia. Violet is just <laughs> staring at this woman. <laughs> I think she means you. Oh, okay. Um, I'm Lydia B. Turngood the second. Ah, uh, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure is all mine. I'm a poet. You are. Mhm. Mm and you? I am named uh, Violet Morgan, and I'm afraid I'm I'm a terrible writer. I was hoping to get some help from some of the writers here. Well, you must excuse my guests. The artistic spirit requires certain conditions in order to flourish, as I'm sure you both are aware, as you both are, like you say, artists. In training, sure. <laughs> So, I'm assuming you're here because you're looking for residency? Uh, I didn't expect such an offer, but I mean, we, I don't, we don't really have anywhere to go and we heard that this is where you take in artists of our type and whatnot. I'm sorry, I did not meant that as an offer. That was merely a question. We thought maybe people like us, and she takes, <laughs> she takes uh, Lydia's hand, uh, and she says, "Perhaps you know something about being a woman alone in the world, facing societal expectations." We thought maybe hmm. he would have some advice or uh, be able to help us for a time to stay out of trouble. All I know is that you are alone in the world and you have to make your own way. You can't live off of charity from others. It's interesting. I, when we were doing research on where we might uh, be able to speak to other uh, like-minded artists, uh, we found out this you'd only been in operation here with your salons for a few years and after the unfortunate death of your, your husband, Mr. You've Danville. been doing research on me, you well, have. not on you, just looking for somewhere where we could go to speak to others like us. Tell me, what do you write, Miss Morgan? Uh, she, like, grips onto that leather handle just a little bit more <laughs> for her dog, and she says, I... Uh, write about what I see in nature, uh, trying to make little rhymes here or there. Uh, as my sight goes, uh, I try to put it down so that I can remember what it was like. Hmm. And how about you? Uh, I, I write about, um... Uh, I write about my dad, who I lost, mostly, 
um, that kind of stuff. Death can be quite inspiring. Unfortunately, your application has been denied. I am not in need of any more artists. Oh, well, that is a shame. How tall are you? You're. I'm sorry, you're just quite tall for a, a lady. I, I myself, I'm on the shorter side, and I'm always so taken aback by uh, beautiful women who are so tall. If you don't mind me asking. I'm right here, uh, but sure. <laughs> you are also. I'm not. Fine. I'm not tearing other people down, but building others up. I'm just curious about how tall you are. How tall you are. are you? <laughs> you can tell that she's getting annoyed yeah. at the behavior. Okay. But All right. as you're babbling, she turns to you and looks at you with this very intense stare, waiting for you to finish, which I'm. If someone did that to me, I tend to talk more, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is there a question? Is there a serious question? You're asking a lady how tall she is. I was just thinking woman to woman. It wouldn't be offensive. Sorry if I offended. I believe I am perhaps slightly above average. I did have an actual question. Thank you for answering that. Mm. Sorry to ask it. Um, <laughs> it's it is a shame that uh, you're not accepting applications. Are you full? Do you how many people do you have staying with you right now? I am not necessarily keeping count. Artists that are accepted into this residency, they come and go as they please. Sometimes it's a full house, sometimes it's less. But I would say we would be around 25 at most, and around 15 at the very least. Well, the reason we thought we might be able to come here, and I'm sorry that you've seen fit to deny our applications, uh, such as they are, is because a, a, f a friend of ours uh, had said he was coming out here to join you. Martin? Ah, Martin Beddows. Might we be able to see him before we go? He left a month ago. Do I think I she's seen lying about that? Why don't you roll a... What's observe? Uh, what's a sense motive in Spassin again? Is it, uh, is it ob observation? Yeah, I think, I think it's observation. Why don't you roll an observation? Against her manipulation. Okay. Wait, wait, that's revealing that I'm lying. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I, I mean, listen. I mean, we know. Okay, that is two successes. She's one hundo P lying. Oh, he couldn't have left uh, a month ago because, well, well, there was that wedding. Uh, for his sister, but he didn't come back for that, and that was less than a month ago, so... Oh, right, sorry. He probably came back. I remember now. Might we be able to have I... a look for him amongst your uh, students? Oh, he's he's not in the house. Well, you said people come and go as they please, so how would you be tracking him? 
I always know who's in the house. Oh, you just said that you're not sure who's in the house. I said what I said. <laughs> Which was that you're not sure and that you don't keep track, but somehow you know he's still here. Or you know he's not here. I mean, we came all the way out here. I'm from London proper. I, I've, I'm going to have to travel all the way back. It could be at least go to a salon uh, and enjoy the company of your other artists. I don't want to be impolite. It's but just that I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just that I don't think your kind fits with my kind. What? Now regarding to Martin, I meant when I said I wasn't sure how many resides here is that I didn't mean how many in total resides here at one given point. However, I do know that Martin is not here because I seem to remember that he wanted to visit the Lake District would, and see the landscapes because he wanted to be inspired. Would you be able to, you know, I do feel a bit like we should try and find him. My dog has a real keen sense of smell. Do you have anything that belonged to him so we might be able to try and track him down in the Lake District? I don't think that would be appropriate at this time. And I must ask you if there's anything else that you needed from me. Um, I must ask you to leave and not come back. Your application has been denied. Sorry. I know what it's like to be a struggling artist. Uh, you can roll an observation, by the way. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Both of you. I'll do that. And, and also, is any of you from Heritage from Scotland? Uh, no. no. I'm from Cornwall. Right. I've got one success here. Ooh, two successes? Two successes. So, outside of what my accent, Eleanor's accent might be as this lady, you're hearing traces of Scottish from this this woman, even though um, she otherwise has a pretty, like she speaks like most of the other people in this neighborhood. Okay. But I must ask you to not disturb the artists. I can't have a, I can't have a dog run around. And also, I've invited you into my house. Why would I let you snoop around, treating me like I'm some sort of criminal? You're not treating me like you're a criminal, madam. We're just trying to find a, a friend of ours. Yes, and I've told you several times he is not in the house. Right. He left. Well, his sister came by as well. Was that a coincidence? We just know she was getting married. Wanted to make sure he was attending the wedding, but we hadn't heard that sh what happened after that. We just knew he didn't show up at the wedding. Mm. We're actually a friend of the groom. Like, she's <laughs> lost herself <laughs> in the lie. Like, it's very clear that she's just creating these stories herself. The wedding was beautiful. Yeah. Colors yeah. were blue and gold and white because <laughs> weddings... Everyone came out wearing their best garb I, for it. I it really stake. was a sight. The first dance was lovely. <laughs> I had the fish. Where was it? 
the wedding. Answer at the same time, the two of you. One, One two, two, three, London. London. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. She gets up, walks over to another cabinet. Would you like to stay for some tea or would you rather leave? Because I am mm. parched. Parched. Oh, I thought you wanted us to go. Or did you want us to have your tea? Well, you're apparently not leaving and I fe- I'm not going <laughs> to... Not gonna violently can kick I you out. Can I take the tea and smell it to see if I can identify any like horrifying substances in it? Of so I'm guessing that's vigilance. Nope, it's observation. observation. Well, that's terrible. Um, are 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 we sure it's observation? Because observation is attached to empathy, and all of my like tracking and bloodhound and investigations are are attached to vigilance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it sucks to be you then. Okay. <laughs> okay, one success. How about you, Sid? Uh, I can try. I think I'm kind of looking to Violet for this because I would. Uh, no successes. Yeah, I don't think I would think about it. I think I'm being a good Brit and I'm like gonna take the tea. <laughs> yep. Um. All right, Violet. Mm. You're noticing right as you're taking a sip. The kitty is raising her cup to her lips, but never drinks. Interesting. However, Lydia, you don't notice that. The tea is drugged with laudanum. Uh-oh. Toxicity six. Oh no. And we'll find out what that means next week, because I need to look over those oh. rules. Holy shit! Oh no! <laughs> I drink toxics! No!